It's 9 o'clock in time once again for The Way of the Cross. Here's Alvin Loggins. Good morning, radio friends. What a joy and a privilege it is to come back to your place of listening with this gospel broadcast. This is another wonderful day we have as God's people to open up the scriptures, let the Lord Jesus come forth off the pages, and let him warm and stir our hearts today. I believe with all of my heart, if there was ever a day that God's people need to be encouraged, we need to hear from the Lord today. We need his encouragement, his love and mercy, the touch of God's Holy Spirit that will encourage God's people in this day that we're living in today. Well, it's the Lord's Day, as I do from week to week. I encourage God's people to get up this morning make their way to the Lord's house. I hope that you're already making preparation to go and to be in the house of God again today. Well, it's prayer time again on the broadcast. As we do from week to week, we go to the Lord in prayer. There's a lot of great friends of mine that's been passed away in the last two months. Some I know of, some I didn't until it was too late. But the Lord knows the name, and they know how much I love them. And I love those families. We need to pray for them. The Lord knows the names. He knows the conditions. And I ask you to help me to pray for those. And then there's a long prayer list that I have that I pray for every day for people. And uh, I need you to help me to pray for them. But most of all, we need to pray for the church today. We need to pray for God's, God's church that's uh, going through such hard times. I hear by way of other people that things are just not exactly happening like they used to be. I remember back when I first got saved, the house of God would be just overflowing. And the joy of the people was, was amazing to me as a new Christian. And uh, I just... I just stand amazed. It was like a shock to me to see the love and the love for the Lord, love for the church like they did then, how they respected and honored the Lord. It helped me in my growth towards the learning of the Savior that lived and died for me. We need to pray for the church again. Please pray for these men of God that has come on before us, those that will come on after us. I plead with you again today to please pray for the broadcast that God's will might be done. Please pray for Brother Mike in the station and pray for the man of God today that the Lord will continue to bless him and help him, that he'll help his people. You join with us now as we pray together and look to the throne of grace. Dear Heavenly Father, how we bless thy holy name this day. You're still our Savior, our Lord, our God, the mighty one, the holy one, the glorious one. You're the one that lived and died for us. Heavenly Father, today, let us honor and glorify you with everything it's in us. May the truth of the word of God come forth in all of its glory. May it reveal unto us again the love of thy Savior that lived and died for us, and our Heavenly Father that gave us this gift. 
I pray today, this time of the year, this is your people. May we separate ourselves from the things of the world. And may we look to heaven today, what made this possible. I pray in Jesus' holy name. Heavenly Father, this day, be kind and merciful to us. The prior request, Lord, holy God, I pray today that you'd take and remember in the day of your mercy and in the day of your, of grace, remember the prior request. Holy Father, the scripture that we have uh, been burdened with this week, I pray that you'd take control. I pray out of it that something wonderful and graceful will happen to all of us today. May we open our hearts, our mind, and soul to the hearing of the Word of God today. In Jesus' holy and blessed name, we do humbly pray, amen and amen. Now, here's our song for the week, and we'll be right back to speak to you from the Word of God. Isn't that wonderful, that precious song that the Lord has given us today? Handfuls on purpose. How often, and I wonder, in days gone by, that the Lord worked this wonderful work in my heart and in my life. I've often wondered about that and the things that he used to let me learn of him and know of him in his wonderful grace. For our scripture, I want us to turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. I want to read a verse in chapter number 
28 and verse 16. And we'll give you what the Lord has shared with us today. It said in verse 16, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. And then I want us to notice in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 14, Isaiah 7 and 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Now that word Emmanuel literally means that God is with us. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> that literally means that the Almighty, the Lord Jesus, God's blessed Son, has come down to earth with a promise that he'd be here. Now before I bring the message, I, I got to get some things off of my heart today that uh, the Lord has burdened me with. <coughs> Excuse me. The people that walk in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadows of death upon them as the light shineth. Now we're talking about in Isaiah chapter number 14, his name shall be called Emmanuel. We look in chapter number 9, verse, verse 2, that people are in darkness and held by a great power, and they can't see where they're going. It talks about two different things. There's a mighty one, and then there's a weak one. But then the glorious light of God comes forth as a, verse 6, for unto us, what is given unto us. The Lord hasn't left us out in the desert. He hasn't left us out in the wilderness. And he hasn't left us alone without any hope or any, any uh, way out. <coughs> but he has, he, has, he has something in the dark places of life. He brought a little life in. He said something's going to take place in the far future. And here we have this hope that we might look beyond the time of horizon and we can see something that's going to bring hope and peace to this world. Now his name shall be called Emmanuel. Notice, neighbor, how what the Lord Jesus was going to be and is. He's eternal. I mean, uh, when 10 billion years has passed, Jesus will still be here and will be here. And he's the very essence of goodness. He's the author of grace. 
He has brought honor into the lives of thousands. He's Emmanuel, literally meaning that God is with me day by day. And here, here's 900 years before, before the birth of Jesus. God is still promising. I mean, when Adam fell and Eve fell in the garden, God looked on them when he called them, Adam, where art thou? And neighbor, he's a calling everybody today, where are, are you? Here we are at 22 years on the radio, and I've been on my way to heaven, and I want to take everyone with me. And I think God is asking everyone, where are ye? And in that garden, when Adam and Eve fell, a curse was put upon us, separated us from the Father. But down through the years, he brought a picture forth that there was a promise for tomorrow. And uh, my regular text today was God's gift to the guilty. And uh, God promised a gift. To the guilty. I mean, neighbor, I'm guilty just like you're guilty. But God, in His wonderful love and mercy, we see the first sign of grace when the Lord slew that animal and clothed Adam and Eve. They were naked, and they were without excuse. They were sinners. They was, they had the curse brought upon them. They broke God's law. And ever since then, God has been preparing. When Cain slew Abel, there was a sin lying at the door. There was another picture. When Noah built the ark, there was another picture that he gave. And then uh, when Abraham went forth, and all of the great wells he dug, and the altars he made, there was another picture. Grace is coming, grace is coming. And out of the tents of the desert of the people, when God told Moses how to build that tabernacle in the desert, that was a sign that God is on his way. That was God wanting to be with us, God being wanting to be with his people. I'm so glad today that God does give a picture of tomorrow, God's gift to the guilty. If you can ever get guilty today, God's got a gift for you. And it said, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful. And neighbor, you'll never know how wonderful that can be until you get under conviction. And God lifts that burden and birth you into his family. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and of his government there shall be, of his government there shall be peace, and there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, his kingdom, to order it, to establish justice, with justice and henceforth forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. God the Almighty will perform this. 
that day will come 700, 900 years before Jesus was to come. God set forth in stone the promise that there was going to be going to be something wonderful give to them. In this name he called Emmanuel. Not only is he immutable, but he's justice, he's love, he's merciful. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, omni-everywhere. The righteousness is only found in him. Self-existence, sovereignty, and transition. I mean, Jesus is the only one that ever transited from the death to life again. I'm talking about the blessed Son of God. When did God give this gift to the gilding? His only Son before the foundation of the world. The Bible said in Revelation, He was slain as a lamb before the foundation of the world. I mean, uh, He gave Him painfully. It, it broke the heart of God about His Son coming but he knew that the door had to be opened. God gave him in a picture all the sins and the light of all the old prophets of all the Old Testament. They looked for Jesus, and they only saw a shadow. They looked for him, and they only saw a shadow. God gave him in the shadows of the Old Testament. But in the New Testament on that wonderful day, God brought forth the, his son, Emmanuel, meaning God with man, on that wonderful day. I'm so glad today that we don't have to look in the shadows of hope, but we can look in the light of the Lord Jesus. God gave him in a picture, and then God gave him in a plan. Don't you ever worry about this Bible and it being truthful or not. And don't you ever worry about what time is going to go by and what's going to happen. Don't ever worry about that. God's got it set in order. And it will happen as he said it would. God said it would and it will be taken place and it will happen. God's ordained his word of God that it would be come forth. And it would be real. And people would know it. I know it today. I know some things that the world don't even know. The Lord don't leave his children in darkness. Every child of God knows the time is near. He hasn't forgot us. He hasn't for, he hadn't forsaken us. He has uh, transited, transited into the life of man. And then into the life of God, he knows how we feel, he knows how we think, he knows our needs, because he is the Almighty. God's gift to the guilty. When did he give it? He gave it in the pictures before the foundation of the world. It was painful. It was God's plan, and it was God's purpose to save us and bring us back to him. Why did God give him? This is wonderful. This is, I could, I, I, I get excited. I get behind, beside myself. 
For unto us a child is born, unto God's wonderful, blessed love and mercy. He gave it unto the lost of this world. Oh, why, why did God give that to man? God gave him to the, listen, to the majesty. For he died when his time had come. He was brought before the high priest, before the council. They condemned the very hope of tomorrow. But God gave him to them, and God gave him to the mob. They cried out, crucified him. And then God gave him to the mountain. They were out on the hills of Judea. Across that land out there, there was a hope hanging upon a tree. You could imagine today, think about everything you've done. Think about your life. How would you deal with all of that wrong if there wasn't a way out? What would you do with it? Oh, I'd shiver in my shoes to know how guilty I was. But yet, on a tree, there was mercy for a guilty. He died to give God. Uh, why did he give, give him to, to them? It's because of us, for God so loved us. Listen, concerning his will, it talked about his heart. This is God's heart. This is God's heart toward mankind. And uh, it's God's home. He's not left us without a home. And uh, it's God's happiness that comes into a person's life. It's God's hope that comes into the person's life. And then heaven that comes into a person's life. A lot of people live in and I've heard a lot of people talk about what they want when they get to heaven and uh, what, they, what they'd like to do. My brother, I talked with him just a few weeks ago. I witnessed to him every time I can. And he said uh, maybe he just wanted a little, a little cabin in the corner of Glory Land. He heard that song. He said, that's all I want. no. No, there's no cabins in heaven. There ain't no cabin. God's got a bridegroom waiting. There's a bridegroom waiting for the bride. He's got the most Lord glorious place for his bride. I mean, in heaven, that's where we're going. But listen, neighbor, I know I don't talk too much about the city. I don't talk about too much about what we got, the tree of life, and all of those things. But I like to talk about Jesus. He's the one that I want to see that put up with me. I want to see him who looked after me even when I didn't deserve it. God's gift to the guilty. I want to see him that endured my life of wrong and all the things that I've done. I want to see him that forgave me. I want to see him that loved me when nobody else in this world I felt like 
didn't care anything about me. God found me where the world left me, and it left me with uh, all the marks and trouble that a person could be. That's where I was at when God found me. He came where everybody had put me away. God came, and he, he loved me, and he cared for me. If you really think that I want to see everything, I want to see Kenny, yes. I want to see my mother. I want to see my sisters and brothers. I want to see them. There's not many of us left. There's four of us. All our relatives and kin people and everything is gone. And I want to see them. I do. But I want to see him, the one that lived and died for me. I wonder today, neighbor, I mean, uh, who would you like to see? Has God promised you a gift for your guilty? Neighbor, please, for Jesus' sake, listen to what he says. I'm an old man. I can't preach like I used to. But I love the Lord, and I'll, I'll still go on as long as God lets me. But I'm still trying to take every one I can take with me. Listen to the Lord today that he'll call your name, and everything will be all right. God bless you. My time's gone. My day is spent. May the Lord bless and keep you as our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen.
97.5 Glory FM, your family radio station in North Georgia. Welcome 